0: is your host Patrick Young, Associate Co-Convenor at NISSIM. and today we chat with Professor Kaiming Cheng. Welcome uh, Kaiming, it's great to have you today.
1: <laughs> great to, to meet you. Perhaps you could tell our
0: listeners uh, a little bit more about your, your background and your interest vis-a-vis the conference.
1: Okay, I'm uh, retired from the University of Hong Kong, although I still work uh, with an office and uh, Kind of a emeritus emeritus professor. Uh, I I started as a school teacher, and then I did my PhD in London and uh, in educational planning and policy. But in recent years, I I concentrate on the change in society and its impact, its challenges to education, and in that context. Uh, what is now called uh, uh, transversal learning? Uh, I, I try not to use competency so much. Uh, definitely not skills. You know, uh, in, you just
0: mentioned something very interesting. Uh, you mentioned that you, you don't like to connect this this um, you know competency or skill label. Could you elaborate on that, please?
1: Yes, uh, there's the 21st century skills from the U.S which appeals to a lot of countries. Uh, many countries, many governments are using this 21st century. And that is very, very useful. That is, is new. Although this is, we are now facing <laughs> 22nd century. But now, uh, still, it's a change. And it does, it, it's a real change from we who grew up in the 20th century, from those who are now developing themselves in the 21st century. The 21st century skills in US was developed long time ago, I think in the 1980s and then later 1990s, uh, but it's only uh, during Obama's time that uh, is the 21st century partnership in the US, where the federal government gives money uh, to match community resources, to, and therefore there's a mushrooming of after-school activities because this is definitely not only three hours, not only about reading writing arithmetic, and it's about what is in U.S. called the soft skills, right? Still skills. The, it's not only a matter of semantics. When you came to Singapore, I, I can't remember the exact year, developed 21st century competencies where the skills are more or less the same. But they put in the circle, in the center, core values about caring, about respect, and so on and so forth. And then they look at to want to produce four types of people, an active learner, a caring citizen, and so on and so forth. Right? And uh, so they, they start with what the person they want. This is a marked difference. The skills or even the skills, is basically, the performance in work, which is true. And the skills that they, they arrive at in the Singapore framework is not very different from the US. The so three hours, the four C's, and so on and so forth. Right? Uh, However, I also participated in a discussion in Taiwan when they were exactly discussing about these competencies and they were struggling with how to translate this. And translating it into Chinese doesn't seem to... It, it, translation in Chinese becomes something like ability. And then they developed gradually into, they say, well, education is not only about performance, it is about the internal quality of a person. Now, this of course has this kind of a, a cultural uh, basis. That is 20, 2016. And incidentally, in exactly the same year, in mainland China, scholars at the commission of uh, the Ministry of Education developed what they called Suyang. Yang. I don't have a translation for that. It's kind of an internal quality. In mainland China, it's exactly the same term. I don't think they have ever communicated at all because of the political separation. So they they have a core suyang for Chinese students. So you can see the gradual change. Uh, The recent change, the recent attention to transversal uh, competencies is much more than cultural difference because in in recent times, you can see that people change jobs, change careers, and there's a whole literature about how people change and so on and so forth. And a lot of people think the future change is due to technology, which is true. But I can see more fundamental changes where technology is only only plays a part. Huge pyramidal uh, bureaucracies are no longer the mainstream, and you have smaller. Uh, flatter because because you don't have mass production therefore you don't need layers of bureaucracy and uh, more fragile because they may change because of change of technology change of uh, market change of the uh, consumers in this case comes in this uh, transversal how do we say con- transversal qualities transversal learning because People are no longer protected by organization. All your personal quality comes into play. Uh, you have to face ethical challenges. You have to face moral temptations. All these were not so necessary if you work in a huge bureaucracy.
0: To highlight one point that, that stood out to me. Please. Um, this point uh, that you made that 21st century skills or qualities, if you will, um, you know, perhaps they're ge- from their genesis, um you know were it is a quite a western notion but in some ways got a second life in asia and of course there's many reasons behind you put it
1: that right. yeah yeah i'll put yeah. that down in my next writing
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you
1: yes, yeah.
0: so so something that i'm always wondering about um is how, you know when we talk about uh you know things like 21st century skills or qualities um and we try to define them. We try to, you know, there's this great love to try to create a, a great list of of these, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, these yeah, yeah. Um, qualities, if you will. Um, you know, many things like inclusion and respect for all or avoidance of prejudice it can be so many things. Um, so if you had a choice, uh, what would you prioritize to include under that umbrella?
1: I don't think transversal. Qualities can be listed. It's about a holistic person. However, this is not this is not satisfying. So yeah. What is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that is the fundamental dilemma. In in ancient Chinese, there is a term called Jinzu, which is reluctantly translated into gentleman. That is an ideal person, right? But what is ideal? So it is is almost formed and. In reality you look at literature the ancient literature then then there's no definitive listing of the attributes of a gentleman our people gradually develop try to uh concretize right we also always thought that students go into school like a like a raw material in a machine and you 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 program it and after afterwards it will become become a good person, right? It, it, it's a matter of paradigm about people's learning. And uh, so I, I will leave it as, as a question, as a question because it's, it's not like in, in, in knowledge and skills, you can classify them. You can even put them into silos, right? But now in, in Hong Kong, we have a whole list of new initiatives. In the effective domain, uh, character education, positive education, social emotional learning, uh, non violent languages, student well being, wellness, growth mindset, uh, mindfulness, it all initiated without prompt by the curriculum. So it means that people have the feeling that we have to do something outside this exam syllabus. I begin to feel. I, I visit almost all of them. I begin to feel that no matter how you approach, right, they are kind of interrelated in people's brain. Uh, but you ask a very very uh, important question because teacher will say, okay, so what should I do? Where should I start? Right. And uh, my, my the first thing I I reply to our teachers here is that please. Don't look for a list, but find some entry point. Caring, I think, is the entry point.
0: Uh, really, I really love what you said, uh, you know, that the, the best entry point is, is caring about others and having, you know, this heart at the center. I, I think that's, that's really beautiful. Uh, and thank you.
1: This is usually lacking in school lives.
0: No, I, I absolutely um, agree with you. I mean, I can think from my own practice as, as a teacher in many different Are you countries and contexts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I got into education, actually. I'll give you one example of a point in my practice which, which brought self-reflection and, and, and a lot of thinking. And this was, um, I was in a rural school in Hetauda. It's, uh, I was in the only progressive school there. I mean, this is a place, of course, where rote learning is still taken as a given. You have high stakes examinations, you know, all, everything that, you know, I think is a barrier to some of the topics we're discussing here. I had some option. I could pick some different grades uh, to focus on, you know, various individuals at the school kind of described the different groups are like oh yeah the seniors like they're all fine and then they gave one grade I can't, honestly even today i can't remember what grade it was but they're like oh yeah they're they're all the the bad students and i was like i want that one i want to i want to understand why why are they so bad like why do you say that um and i i remembered that this was early on during the time i sat down because we had a kind of like a co-teaching model so they had you know the main classroom teacher that we have and we co-taught lessons um, you know and co-designed lessons as well and um, I asked her you know hey I, I heard that these are the bad students can you tell me what they mean and she she went through every all the all the life story of every single one of those students so you know the one who's suffering because there's a divorce at home and one who has some unrecognized learning disabilities that can't be addressed and like uh, one who's like the youngest one in, who, who skipped a grade ahead and is now in this group. Like, you know, th- it was always a different story, but it, I, I always like to think that, um, you know, a little bit of empathy and self-reflection goes a long way, uh, especially when it comes to teachers and their, their pedagogical practice.
1: Oh, I'm gonna you, you raised you raise this point about reflection because all I mentioned about caring is about other people, but the other dimension is about yourself. And uh, I, I f- felt that the, our uh, education system around the world, uh, mo- in most cases, the students' value, value system are defined by their test scores, right? And so they have, they, their values are these, all they, determined by the test scores. And, uh, and they, this is unfair, unfair to them. And it's not fair, not because of the schooling, but not fair for their future life, because they don't have the way to find their own values. They don't have an altern- alternative way to find their own values. And I think transversal uh, learning at least should break through this, uh, this uh, score-laden uh, system.
0: No, it is for me, uh, it comes back to this point of, of... Paying attention to those entry points, that, that, that's something I think I'm going to take with me. It's something I think it's, everyone should think about.
1: We are in the stage, I'm not so sure about US and other societies, at least in Hong Kong, we're at a stage of still exploring. And it means from the grassroots, people have different ways of doing it. It's up to us to consolidate all this and come up with some theory. I can give you an example about primary schools. And these are the cards for primary school kids. And it is basically for them to understand what is emotion. So happy, right? This one is about scared. This is about uh, excited. Even this, even this, wrong. And I think this is useful. What I'm saying is not I found a way to do it. No. What I'm saying is that Teachers find their own ways of doing it. Absolutely
0: interesting. Uh, coming, I, I, I feel like we maybe even need to have a follow-up discussion just the two of us. Yeah, but by all <laughs> <means>. I like <laughs> talking to <it>, you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's been <laughs> really a pleasure. Now you know we're very excited about the upcoming VNIS Learning Transversal Competencies in ASEAN Countries and their neighbors. The conference coming this December for our listeners. Please see the NISM website at www.nissim.org and our Twitter for more. Coming, I'm really curious to hear what topic you're excited to hear more about at the
1: conference. I, I think that the world is changing, has changed to something which is uh, not that we understand. And therefore every uh, student is facing a very precarious, very uh, full of challenges unpredictable future that should be taken positively that is they have more opportunities they have more windows they can change the window change the opportunity all the time that means they have to learn to learn and that kind of learning is more than just practical skills it's also about how they deal with people how to deal with themselves uh, how they deal with uh, emotions and so on and so forth And that falls into what we may call uh, transversal competencies, uh, which I would also call uh, learning in the affective domain.